0: Welcome to the Coronavirus Chronicles at Highlander Rewatched. <laughs> I don't know. We're your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Eamon.
1: Not, hey, guys. Not, not a traditional chronicle, but a chronicle of a sort.
2: Yes. The Rona Rewatched.
0: <laughs>
1: re-watched. This
0: is fun, oh, yes.
2: Eamon. This is like
0: we're in one of those IMAX movie things. Getting yeah. Real up close.
2: Yeah. It's a I'm-
1: 3D. <laughs> Somebody just threw a knife at you and it's 3D. How cool.
0: Whoa.
2: Neo. I, how do you Bull- feel about
1: 3D movies? I feel like it almost never enhances my
2: experience. I do not like them. And you, I often feel 3D like... movies? Huh? Did you say 3D movies? I did. Oh, uh, yeah. I and like, I
1: usually feel like, oh, you put that shot in just so it could be 3D. It's a bad shot otherwise. So, like, thank you for making a worse movie for this gimmick.
2: There's this 3D movie I watched called Long Day's Journey Into Night, which is supposed to be really good 3D. Mm-hmm. And I watched it streaming if not in 3D and I really liked it but I was like I wish I could have seen this in 3D. Mm. Did y'all mm. see Avatar in 3D? I did not. I
1: did not either actually. I heard
2: that was like good. Yeah me too. I heard that
1: too and I did not care for that movie. So.
0: But like, There's a difference like they use like 3D cameras for that movie right? Like isn't there some difference between like the 3D that's created like post-production yeah. as opposed to like the ones that are specifically I don't know. It is.
2: Mm. Probably. I saw Tron Legacy in 3D. Congratulations. That did not enhance my experience. No.
0: What oh, about that. uh Jeff uh, Bridges like weird oh. plastic skin? Ooh, I love that. Oh, that's the only the young...
1: thing I need in 3D, baby.
0: Mm-hmm. That's on Disney Plus. I was thinking about watching it.
2: Oh, you should. It's very not good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I successfully watched the first 3 minutes of The Mandalorian yesterday.
2: Wow. Oh, ah, man. How was that? Yeah.
1: It was great. I'm very excited to see more of it. I love the Red Viper. I mean, I don't love him enough to remember the actor's
0: name, but, you know. Wow. (laughs) um, Well, we're on a tangent already. We haven't even, like, introduced what we're doing. So, hi, everybody. We (laughs) We are going to be doing things differently uh, for the next couple weeks, I guess, right? So, um, we've got, I think we've been teasing this for a while, a ton of reader mail. Wow. So much Uh, reader mail. Like, this, you guys, get ready. This is the stack Ooh. look at this that's a fat stack baby lots that look stack. at these like tomes that people have written it's a lot tomes. of a lot of messages anyway uh so we're gonna go through all of them <laughs> why not uh we have the time um so yeah i don't know uh i hope everybody's doing okay out there and this is all weird for us but we figured this is a good way to you know continue the podcast i guess right yeah. You know. uh, during this time uh, before we kind of hop back into regular episodes. I don't know. We'd like to give you guys like a good show. So we think it's probably better that like once some restrictions are lifted and people worry, whoa, amen, we're able to get together <laughs> again. I feel uh, like Eamon's
1: practically in the room already. We're, yeah. we're really together.
0: He's in your mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so once we all can get together again, uh, maybe in a few weeks Hopefully short months, maybe. Uh, We'll kick back in with the series. Uh, But in between, we'll be doing some fun other stuff, like Reader Mail episodes, and we were talking about doing some other kind of cool interactive things or, I don't know, different stuff for the community, right?
1: Yeah, it should be good stuff. So stay tuned. You never know when we might be announcing uh, the next video or live show or something that might be coming your way to keep you entertained when you are locked away in your house and want to do something that's at
0: least nominally related to Mm -hmm. Highlander.
1: You'll never know when we're in your house. Oh, hello, Dash.
0: So uh, let's do like a little, uh, I don't know, coronavirus update or something. Like, Kyle, you mentioned you were watching Mandalorian. So what else have okay. you been watching? Have you been uh, spending your time?
1: Finished Tiger King. Okay. Uh, I feel like it's the the most robust national dialogue we've had in a long time.
2: Eamon, uh, have you seen
0: this as
1: well?
2: I have not. Uh, or That's a lie. I saw some of the first episode. Kyle, do you think Trump should pardon uh, Joe? Exotic? <laughs> no. Uh, I am not sure
1: what his crimes are, but I am sure that he's a bad person.
2: Do you think Joe Exotic's crimes are less bad or more bad than the crimes of Grindelwald from Harry Potter?
1: Ooh, that's a great question. Uh, Grindelwald, I guess, is racist, and I like to emphasize that. So there's a whole movie about his crimes.
2: <laughs>
1: wow, so many crimes. Yeah. I've never seen that, that movie. movie.
2: Grindelwald. nope yeah I found
1: it incomprehensible.
2: Wow't there a uh, snake there's a snake in that movie
1: there, I mean there's a snake in my boot and there was when I saw the movie. so by the distributive fact property, definitely a snake in that movie.
2: All right. <laughs> hey man, what have you been doing? Poison in the well uh, I just blah, 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 blah. I, I relocated to my girlfriend's house. Oh, okay yeah. um, will you she- be my quarantine? Hand, handy wreath oh wow. i know. Like barn barn door barn yeah. door um and i've been i watched primal the jenny Tartovsky cartoon about a caveman is it good it's amazing i highly recommend everyone watch it mm-hmm. if you like samurai jack um uh-huh. and i've I been do. re-watching samurai jack
0: that's good i've been meaning to watch that again
2: it's all on adult swim for free
0: wow awesome
1: Sweet. Oh, I just saw uh, The New Little Women. Oh, Oh. it was good. Uh, It's incredible. It was fantastic. Where did you uh, see it? It's, uh, you can just rent it now. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, So we watched it the other day. I thought it was terrific. I don't understand how, what's her name? Like Greta Gerwig was not nominated for
2: Best Director. Because of the sexism in Hollywood, the patriarchy.
1: Man. Yeah, no, it's, it's very good uh i highly recommend it oh. and it's very different than the original movie if you've seen that one or you know the i don't know if it's the original version but the the one that was popular when we were younger it's like very different but very similar in a lot of ways also i like that it's not in chronological order anymore
0: so. right that was like the big change right
1: yeah so mm-hmm. it's cool it's got like a it really reframes the narrative it's great yeah, cool. fiction style. Was it, uh
0: it's been a long time since i've seen the other movie uh, is Winona Ryder in that one? Is that the one I'm thinking of?
2: Oh. No, I don't. Maybe? Maybe? Don't I'm trying one. to think
0: who else is in that movie.
2: The original Little Women?
0: Yeah. Which is also probably like the fourth time they made that movie, but. Yeah, it probably is. Uh... Huh. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. No, it's cool. great. What any, about any-, any good uh, takeout options? You guys getting
1: food? It delivered? is Winona Ryder. You are correct. All right takeout options well one of my fa- i've been trying to whenever possible like patronize some of the restaurants in the area that have switched to a takeout model just because they are not built for this and if, unfortunately they might not make it if yeah. people don't go to them so my my favorite one of my favorite uh sit-down places in town is Sate campar it's like a malaysian place and they've just started doing this wild like it's a very limited takeout menu that always just has like random specials on it some of which are malaysian food and others are just like uh, a member of our staff is coming in today to, to make tacos because that's like something that they are passionate about so here right. you know you can you can order it that's <laughs> cool and it they've also cool. been doing like a lot of malaysian street food so there's like this malaysian technique of like wrapping what we would kind of consider a burger in like a really thin sheet of egg that then gets wrapped around it it was oh, awesome. fun.
0: Awesome. Cool. How about you? Food? Yeah. Uh, Just cooking at home. I don't know. Made some bread. Uh, I've been messing around with like vegan recipes, uh, which has been fun. So I've been working on a vegan bacon recipe. Last night I tried grilling vegan steaks. That was interesting. Uh, What was the protein? uh, It was a mix of vital wheat gluten, beans. Uh, There was some seasonings. I wasn't too happy with the results, so I'm going to keep trying. (laughs) It was, uh, I don't know.
2: A miss. Yeah, vegan. I, I'm not one of these anti-vegan guys. uh Vegan steak, though, just does not.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I've seen like some demos of it online, and some people have done some kind of interesting things. So I don't know. It's like messing with new techniques and stuff. Tonight, I'm making vegan soup dumplings, so I'm excited about that. That's one like I want to get down.
2: But I'm bad oh, at eating those. That, that know, could like, be great. Suck the soup out. I'm bad at suck the soup out. Sucking the soup out. Sucking the soup. Sucking the soup. Real soup suck suck my soup. <laughs>
1: Have you ever seen someone fail miserably at eating those? Yeah, myself. Of <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the first times I had them, somebody just like bit into it and exploded like boiling hot soup all over oh, themselves. And I was just like, oh, this is so sad.
2: Yeah. That's a lawsuit. Well, they're going to start printing like all soup. Extremely <laughs> hot a lawsuit. Right. Like that coffee case where it burnt that woman's area.
1: Uh, that case, The way people talk about that case makes me so mad. I don't know if we want this diatribe. We can. Des- There's a good documentary about it. Yeah, she deserves every cent of that money. Oh, yeah. Because the, it wasn't just like, her, 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 coffee is hot. McDonald's, because they wanted to flip over the coffee less frequently to like stop bacterial growth, they had it at an outrageously high temperature that no one would ever have coffee and when she spilled it on herself, it literally melted the skin off of her legs. Yep. She had extreme burns that needed reconstructive surgery because it was so bad. And it's like, no, 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 this isn't like dirt to dirt, coffee is hot. This is like, oh, and they had been warned about it before. Other people had savagely burned themselves. McDonald's knew this was hazardous to people and they kept doing it anyway. Fuck them. Yep. And, and fuck this campaign for tort reform to protect people who do it. End my end of rant. To Go continue
0: uh, to to pick up your rant, though, then they also like uh like went on like a smear campaign for, of that woman.
1: Yeah, like they like, like
0: paid to have articles printed about like that she's like oh an idiot. Like of course coffee's hot. Like to change public opinion on it and stuff. Yeah,
1: it was bad. Yeah, you know, them in the chamber of commerce don't dump, dump millions of dollars into judicial elections to try to limit these kinds of damages. It makes me
2: very mad. Anyway. Wow! Your campaign. I thought they were promoting bagels. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Very good. Oh,
1: I liked that. It was terrible, though.
2: It was very bad. So, McDonald's is a is a bad company. Pay your workers but, more, McDonald's. But they have I'm delicious good. food. Oh, they do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's salty. Yeah. and it's and is salty. I ate McDonald's. I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> like it fucked up my stomach so much. Wow. I like eating nuggets, though. Anything in nugget form is good. Yeah.
1: The Crucial Battle, Nuggets v. Tendies, Dawn of Justice. Which
0: one is it?
2: Oh, I like chicken tenders more. Yeah, I guess so. But I could eat, like, a box of 20 nuggets in, like, five minutes.
0: But I think also that's because, like, the chicken nugget is not given the, you know, sometimes the respect that a chicken tender is. Yes, this is true. Like, the breading on a chicken tender is almost always, like, uh, of a higher caliber than on a nugget
1: yeah though i've heard people argue that the surface area ratio is what makes nuggets superior exactly but i'm on team (laughs) candy but i was i was left out of a room the last time this debate came up
0: what about team popcorn chicken i think popcorn chicken is the the mix of the two like the breading of a what's that those are just nuggets no popcorn chicken is even tinier and the breading is like different i think interesting i don't know it's crispier
1: i i just thought those were nuggets with good marketing
0: Maybe it could be that. Hmm. Hey, popcorn. Yeah. Anyway. Speaking of popcorn. Speaking of. <laughs> you eat right. it while
1: you watch movies, and Highlander's a movie. Reader mail.
0: That's right. Okay, so reader mail. Yeah. So obviously we've been off track. We're gonna keep going off track because this is for fun. I don't know. We're all stuck inside. You're stuck inside. Hopefully this is fun to just hang out together, right, guys? Everyone out there, imaginary yeah, listener. Absolutely. I said imaginary listener. Like I assume no one's listening. <laughs> no, yeah. we have a lot of imaginary listeners.
1: Yeah. if i die on camera it's cuz my dogs are farting and it is
2: it is a horror show are they sneaking beans or something <laughs> uh,
0: but anyway yeah. i'm going to read some emails uh and just to let our listeners know moving forward with this like we're going to switch up the way we do this so i won't be the only one reading them but for this episode maybe the next i'll be the one reading the emails then Kyle and amon on the next couple episodes will be reading some as well so you guys ready uh, and again, we're going through pretty much everything we got. Uh, I think I took out one email because I said, this is too racist to read on air.
2: So Yikes. cool,
0: cool, cool, cool. Wait, really? I don't yeah. think I read that one. Yeah, it's from a, it's from a while ago. So, yeah. yeah. Like hey, long guys. enough
1: that racism was acceptable? Or, yeah, right. Or, yeah, well, no. I printed it out I'm thinking, you know what, this part.
0: will be good. And then then I was like, you know what, racism isn't good. So I deleted yeah. it.
1: Yeah, you printed it out in the 1940s and yeah. now all of a sudden you're like, I don't know, times have changed. Yeah. Uh okay.
2: So these are this is a, a self sorry Keith. I don't know if this is a self-fulfilling prophecy, but guys, don't send us racist emails. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think people needed to be told that, but just in case, yeah. If you're thinking about it, don't do it. Don't that's do right. It.
0: All right. So uh these are the way we're gonna do this is these are all gonna be read like in order, I guess, for the most part, like of episode uh relevance or whatever. So uh, however, this the first couple emails I'm going to read are actually about Stan Kirsch, which is why I wanted to read them first. Uh, mm. So this is from Dan V. It, this isn't the racist email, though. No, it is not. No, 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 no. Uh, he says, hey, Rewatchers, I'm a little embarrassed to say I didn't know about Stan Kirsch until you mentioned it a few weeks ago. I thought maybe to honor him a little, it would be good to do a little mental exercise of Highlander Rewrite and ask you what you would do with Richie if you had control of the series from start to finish. Um, what would be a more fulfilling story? Um, and so he kind of gives his thoughts on it as well. And we've kind of touched on that a bit um, on what maybe our Richie episode at Archangel or our season five wrap up maybe. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he says, my thoughts on this are to let the audience experience what it's like to be a new immortal through Richie's eyes while Duncan guides him. Focus much more on that mentor who has been there and done that while Richie learns the rules. The biggest change is the end of season five. Einstein would have had a parting of ways with a mentor and student. We know immortals go sometimes hundreds of years without seeing someone else. Even in the case of someone as important in Duncan's life as Amanda, he didn't see her for 50 plus years. Maybe he can give us a flash forward to put, uh, put us on the Eiffel Tower 60 years in the future, and they meet up for a bottle of wine. I feel like that is more of a send off that Richie deserved. Hmm. Uh, and because we, ta- we were talking about it, I wanted to mention uh, what I think his middle name is. Remember, we asked a while ago, what's Oh, yeah. A- because it was it. It was Richie H. Ryan, was it? Something yeah. like that? It was yeah. just a made-up thing. Uh, so he High says Winder in the Ryan. first two seasons, it's Richie Horndog Ryan. Um, <laughs> middle seasons, it's Richie, hey, I'm in this show too, you know. And in season six, it's Richie Headless Ryan. Okay. Oh. Too soon, question uh, mark? Love the show and look forward to what is beyond season six. <laughs> Cheers. And he also says, P.S., fuck Nazis. Use karate moves on them whenever you can. Yeah. I think, Kyle, you had mentioned... uh, I don't know. Oh, this is the
1: anti-racist
0: email. (laughs) Yeah, the anti-racist email. That's right. This is Uh, the Antifa email. (laughs)
2: Ooh.
0: So, uh, Dan V's question was about what would you do from him start to finish? I think we've kind of tackled this. I don't know if you want to add any thoughts. Step one,
2: don't kill him.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that is definitely step one.
0: Step
2: one.
1: From start to finish all along the way, I would not have killed him. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, the... I don't know. Richie's arc is obviously very disappointing, but I feel like some of the the most interesting moments with him are like his moments of growth. Like they're like some of the only changes with stakes in this episode. Like after Richie kills Mako and goes away, like that feels like a real character moment and his relationship with Duncan is seemingly altered afterwards, whereas Mythos, like, the revelation could happen that he's killed 10,000, and it's just, again, back to business, (laughs) you know, so, like, they seem to know that that, his character growth had dramatic stakes for the show, so I don't know why they didn't do more of it. Sorry, you're saying
2: it? Yeah, I thought it would have been cool if they kind of played up Richie's mean streak, and maybe had that come to a head a little more, because yeah, of, I love that. Honestly, yeah, they kind of go back to them being friends after that one episode where Richie burns the motorcycle. Um, That's right. What episode yeah. is that? Uh, the
0: one with
1: Horesh Clay. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is a good episode. It is a good episode, but like, it doesn't feel like a one and done kind of thing. Yeah, like it feels like, oh, we're getting to know a new character. Right.
2: Um, Great.
1: But yeah, what about you, Keith? Any thoughts? um,
0: no, I echo what you guys think. Um, I, I don't mind that Richie's not immortal in the beginning. Like, I'm okay that it's not like Duncan finds him and is like, oh, let me teach you the ways, like from jump. I think it's okay to have that transition happen. Uh, like, I think that's cool to see. Um, especially like the way they do it with like test eyes, you know. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I there's just needs to be more consequences for all the stuff that uh, happens. And I feel like, I don't know, Richie should either be the biggest villain this show has ever seen at the end, which might be interesting, or I don't know. I feel like they need to have a bigger falling out reconcile. Um, Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Like their relationship should be about, should feed into that kind of Talmudic discussion. I think the show has.
2: Yeah.
0: um, If that makes sense.
2: Or maybe even like they, they could be enemies and then team up against like a bigger, common enemy or something i know that's a trope but yeah you know what i mean
0: but they're all better tropes than what they did
2: (laughs) yeah just killing
0: them off the way i don't know yeah uh but yeah i don't know like you said in the what's the episode with the rush clay what's that called Uh, end of innocence yeah that that episode does need to be bigger and i think there should be a bigger falling out after that and uh i don't know we can see how they repair their relationship so next up On the old emails, this is a Patreon message from Wes C. Um, He says, thanks for sharing the Stan pod. I remember seeing Stan appear on Friends and feeling like a friend of mine made it big, uh, made it on a big show, even though I never met Stan. He will be missed. I think that's a nice little sentiment, uh, considering like the Highlander community is a pretty close knit group of fans. Uh, Oh, like this person that was on like my little show is like on a big network thing. So
1: yeah, well, it's also like, I guess, People did legitimately know him from that. Like, I want to say uh, my fiance's mother, who is a big Friends fan, like, shot around a text, Did you like, oh, did you see so-and-so saying, like, the one little bit part character he paid on Friends? Like, that guy died? Yeah. It's, you know, people cared about it.
0: I feel like a couple years ago, I saw, like, some magazine. It might have been, like, People magazine or something. Did some roundup on, like, the Best Friends episode ever like the best friends episode of each season and stan's episode was the number one episode from season one so oh interesting
2: yeah. it we, we watched that didn't we didn't we watch that we together? Watch it together. oh yeah together. we hung out and watched that yeah it's a good episode it, it is, is good. good i'm not yeah. the biggest friends fan but it's a good episode
1: yeah there's usually like i think there's usually like a couple of good laughs in every episode and then otherwise i'm just not that interested
0: speaking yeah. of a couple of good laughs uh i we've, we've started watching uh Frasier. Oh Ooh, yeah, fraser rewatch. Uh I'm liking it more than I thought I was going to like it. Uh remembering it? I don't know. I was like, eh, "It'll be fine." Uh I've I've left a couple times maybe embarrassingly so I'm like, "Oh shit, I thought that was really funny."
2: Did I? did I tell this on the podcast, the Frasier laugh list? It's a great
0: story. I think you should tell it again.
2: Okay, so me and my roommates a couple years ago started watching Frasier ironically. Um, which is a very hipster thing to do. Not that I identify as a hipster.
1: super hipster.
2: Yeah. And uh, uh, so we each, it was three of us, so we each had a column. And anytime one of us laughed, we would mark it on the sheet. Um, and by the end of it, we watched all 11 seasons.
0: There are 11 seasons? There
2: are 11 show? seasons of Frasier.
0: There's Good like 260 God. episodes.
2: Yeah. I had the most laughs, and it was like all down the front and <laughs> all down the back. <laughs> so apparently, I think Frasier is like the funniest show ever. I do like Frasier, though. After rewatching it, it it's pretty good.
0: It is pretty good, and Kelsey, like the whole cast, is really great. Like uh, I don't know, they're all stand-up performances, and Kelsey Grammer is hysterical. I think we actually got into watching it because we've been rewatching The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. and like. Sponge. Uh, I almost said SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Yeah, SpongeBob. SpongeBob. His 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 version of SpongeBob is great. Uh, yeah. Sideshow Bob is like such a good character, and his voice is perfect for it. Squidward. Uh, mm-hmm. Like it's such a crazy dynamic cartoon voice, and it's kind of not that different than his normal voice. Uh, no. Like he has this crazy range. Uh, he gets. I don't know. It's very funny. So there we go, Fraser. All right, Amazing. last episode about Stan here. Um, last
2: episode about
0: Stan. Or last email. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> giving you shit yep all right uh this is from brian s hello rewatchers i just uh
2: heard Brian's. yes uh what i say you said brian s i just said brian's oh that's right very good sorry
1: we're just we're just doing that thing we always do yeah
0: all right uh hello rewatchers um i just heard the somber and tragic news of stan's passing Uh, He will be missed immensely. His role of Richie Ryan will always be remembered as one of the high points of the series. My prayers and heartfelt condolences go out to uh, his immediate family and his extended Highlander family as well, as all the fans um, he endeared himself to. Stan Kirsch, no more worries, no more pain. Rest now in peace and know that you've touched so many hearts. Adieu mon ami, adieu. Uh, Heartfelt and sincerely, Brian S. So thank you, Brian, for taking the time to write that.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I have no jokes.
0: No, joke. sure. That would be appropriate. Oh. Huh? That would be appropriate. Yeah, I think so. Um, okay, guys. So are you guys ready for some – this is – I don't know if you guys can see. Oh, mama. That's don't worry. There's. One. Oh, boy. Is this second, one message? That is one. I had to shrink the text because it was going to print on three pages, and I'm like, I'm not dealing with that. So this is a long one.
1: <laughs> and you're reading the whole thing? This is unredacted?
0: I, well, I guess, yeah.
2: More. <laughs> Unredacted uh, Mueller report. Right.
0: Unveil uh, the
2: grand jury. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is from Anthony E. Uh, I think Anthony might be a newer uh, emailer to us. He's written us a couple times. We'll get to some of his other emails. Uh, is but, it um, Anthony or,
1: or like the uh, place around the corner from my house that
0: sells fried meatballs? Is it Anthony? Anthony? No, this Antony. is Anthony E. or Tony E. tony Tony. maybe we have read a tony email before anyway we've definitely made
1: tony 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 jokes tony tony Tony.
0: um so the subject is sorry long one but i've got some thoughts parentheses darkness 75 which is pretty good uh this email just to let you know how far back we're reaching this might not be the oldest one november 5th oh boy 2019 is when this email was from (laughs) it's like five months
1: it's actually better than i thought it was gonna be
0: yeah uh i think there might be one or two from september in here so we're getting there so he just listened to courage which Ooh. is season three wow so his first comment is about the joe bar layout so what better <laughs> discussion to have than now uh joe's bar layout okay so here are my thoughts on the double entrance i'm, I'm bar. <laughs> i live in the west and we have buildings with two entrances like that all over the place it's because cities are basically built into hills and it's impossible to just flatten everything out. So you have an entrance at one elevation, but when you drive around to the back of the building, the elevation changes. So there's, uh, elevation changes so much that you can enter the entrance, what? Sorry, it's hard to read and it's tiny. Whatever, a lot of homes are built like that. In fact, the homes built right behind me uh, have walkout basements. Um, So anyway, this goes on about that. Uh, He says, the conflict arises when you both assume both doors are on the same side. That wouldn't make uh, sense. But in the case where elevation changes dramatically, as it does here, it would make total sense uh, where a door would be on the street. Which makes sense why Richie uses that entrance, probably because he just parks his bike on the curb instead of going down a steep road uh, and trying to find a parking spot. Just a thought. Wow. The Joe's Bar controversy returns it looms large it does loom large uh his next point is about immortals getting addicted Ooh. okay so I'm,
1: I'm just grateful that that entire thing was not was not
0: about. yeah that would be rough yeah um immortals getting addicted i don't think that immortals can get addicted i think whatever tox- <laughs> oh, boy. i think whatever toxins are in their body get flushed out by their immortality however addiction is more than chemical Nicotine, for example, only takes a few days to leave your system, but the habit of smoking is something that's much harder to break. It becomes a psychological addiction and not chemical. I think in the example where Colin is double fisting coke, uh, it's because he wants to stay in that state of being numb to the world. He isn't necessarily addicted to it. He just knows that it's the most effective thing at making him not care about the game and the world in general. He probably can quit it anytime he wants, but he likes what the coke does to him, so he doesn't.
1: I have such strong feel huh. strong feelings about this
2: <laughs> I can quit whenever I want.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: yeah, I think this is wrong. also, I'm pretty sure it takes nicotine like months like m- months to fully leave your body.
2: Oh wow. Uh, uh,
0: I, don't I don't know that. enough about uh that sort of stuff to comment necessarily accurately. Uh, yeah, I don't know how it would leave your- bo- I don't know about the leaving your body thing though because yeah, Duncan- didn't, didn't we just see Collins seemingly be addicted to it? Yeah, and was he was he going through withdrawal ever in the? Did we see I, that? He certainly physically looks like it. He looks hmm. like he's sweating and like pale. Um, yeah, but anyway, you were hmm. saying. Great. Uh, oh, I was going to say that uh, Duncan says like they can get sick though they just can't die from it. Mm. So that no? would that would be why I'd be yeah wondering if like sure they could get uh, addicted because like the chemical would remain in their body, right? Yeah. Like, it's not like it would flush out every day. I don't know. Not yeah, that I know of. It's made up. So <laughs> there's also that. Um, disorientation after a mortal death is the topic here. It says, I think an immortal would be extremely disoriented after coming back to life. We see it a few times, actually. When they are dead, their brain is deprived of oxygen and their muscles as well. That would make you really wobbly for a while until everything gets back to normal. Whatever physical trauma killed you uh, might be cured, but the process of achieving equilibrium would take some time even after you revive. That is why they stagger off uh, when they come to. uh, Like Colin sort of rolled off the gurney and staggered into the closet, he says. So, okay. I guess they're. uh, I don't know if we. Did we debate that on the show? Like that he's groggy when he wakes up? I
1: don't know. I don't recall calling that out, but maybe we did.
0: Huh. All right. The next heading (laughs) cops raiding the warehouse. There's a lot of headings here guys oh, that- at least he put in
1: headings to uh, guide the reader
0: yeah, uh, there was some discussion as to why the shop uh, the shops the cops showed up at the raid uh, to raid the drug deal oh that's right, they were at like some warehouse, right yeah, uh, I don't know why that happened and I have to say this about it. the drug dealer was probably a known criminal. The cops may have had an informant who said he just picked up a bag of product for uh, of local coke what oh, for a local coke fiend. sorry, guys, my reading comprehension is poor um. Uh-oh. Clearly, the deal- dealer is a coward <laughs> and not a threat, and they figured drawn guns would be enough to put them, off, uh, put them both in cuffs. They were probably looking for the feather in their caps, and they did this uh, on their own, so they didn't get anyone else involved. That's my theory anyway. All right. Weird. Okay. Yeah. They're
2: dirty cops.
0: Oh, <laughs> They're dirty cops, huh? They're, they're on look- the take?
2: They're looking for their payoff. They're like, huh? hey, this guy just got some drug money. Time to get a little get a little juice, street juice. What was it called? Street grease. Street grease. Street grease. That's
0: right. Um, all right, next topic. Violent death triggers immortality. Uh, this doesn't have as much to do with courage, but I think it's something uh, I seem to remember reading somewhere. In order to Ooh, immortality, trigger immortality, you need a violent death. Right. Um, this would mean a bunch of 95-year-old immortals running around, and it wouldn't work at all. Right. Uh, this goes on... Pretty sure I read that rule in an RPG called Legacy. I think we played that game. Is
2: that a what? Highlander RPG? I don't think so.
0: Oh, it says it's basically a Highlander RPG. I think someone's written us about that before. That said, it like
2: feels like Highlander. Yeah, Legacy is an episode of Highlander. There hey, you go.
0: You know. It's it, it's an entire board game based on that one episode.
2: Yeah, yeah. There have been That's weirder
1: right.
0: board
2: games, right? Isn't Legacy an episode of Highlander? It like, is with yeah. Amanda.
0: Uh, all right next topic why was the old man in the cave so freaking old so now we're jumping to season five in these comments Wow. Yeah. Uh, he says in season five finale when duncan goes into the cave to find the former champion why is he so damn old i get that he has been waiting in that cave for hundreds of years but looking that old means he's been an, an immortal in his 80s or something huh i i don't think he's that old yeah he didn't
1: read that old to me
2: i think he's just like looks like shit yeah, I mean, it's you, like, you know, clear. like an eighty-year-old 80 like garbage. But back then weren't lifespans shorter? They were. So like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I think easy. people people look bad Maybe. in the past.
0: Yeah, and like I mean, they're withered. Right.
1: The people look like shit in the past.
0: Yeah. Also,
2: uh, in a cave. <laughs> yeah. Let me see. Uh,
0: da, 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 da.
2: Okay, here we go. Uh,
0: he says, "Then, um, no wonder he hides in caves." I would guess that things like arthritis wouldn't have a pack in, have an impact on an immortal. But being a senior citizen immortal would probably have, he would have a target on his back. Uh, again, I don't agree that he's old. Um, but then he says, "We know that once you're immortal, your scars scars heal. But what about when you are mortal? Uh, although in Homeland, we see Duncan gets sliced by Robert when they're fighting over Deborah. But then later, uh, Ann says to Duncan that he doesn't have any scars." Um, Duncan wasn't immortal yet so wouldn't you think there'd be a scar or maybe once you become immortal scars just fade away who knows
2: mm-hmm. interesting good yeah. question. in the original Highlander script doesn't Connor isn't Connor's body covered in scars
0: it is I think that's pretty cool
2: yeah I like like I like that in in Batman like when he like takes off his costume and he's covered in scars baby
0: it's good there's that uh Alex Ross painting of that, which is, like, and fucking great. Cool.
1: What, what does Bruce Wayne tell ladies when they see it? I play a lot
2: of violent polo. Yeah. <laughs> I fell off a cliff while base jumping. Into a box of scissors.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, his next topic is Immortals in Modern Times. I think it would suck to create, new, uh, create a new immortal and have to fight with swords. Immortals older than 200 years old lived and died by the sword for centuries before that. To face an immortal who held the sword daily for hundreds of years before they fell out of fashion would be a terrible thing to face when you're someone like Richie, who's only uh, ever seen swords used in movies. I think an immortal would forget about swords and just go for a nice Uzi. However, it's considered bad form to shoot your opponent with a gun and take their head, but really, I don't see why. (laughs) Um, I mean, as swords evolved from basically sharpened shards of bronze to folded steel katanas, immortals were given better weapons to fight with. As weaponry has gone from swords to guns, why wouldn't they do the same? uh seems like they that would make the game more interesting a sword is uh still the most practical way of taking someone's head but i don't know if there's any rules where using a gun would be prohibited i think it's just an unspoken rule among mortals that using a gun is cheating poison and gas drugging and running you down with a car and all of that is clearly not cheating but somehow they feel guns are weird i,
1: I well i do think that they feel that those things are cheating I the, think all the people who do that are viewed as
0: cheaters. Yeah, like the the gas and stuff. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I don't okay. know that that's
1: accurate. And two, I actually think this show would be way less interesting if people just use guns. The fact yeah. that they meet up and have sword fights is literally the thing that's fucking interesting about the show. Right. <laughs> about I, this this thing, right? I, yeah. No, I think it's. I think it is in, in the opposite of this point is true. I think. Yeah.
0: Sometimes you just need like rules like this to help like create an interesting narrative like it's the holy ground thing too it's like we weren't sure if it was real or not or is it just tradition as they say in the movie uh, yeah. it's fine that it's tradition because we want characters to talk to each other and it's a device to let them yeah. do that and, and have
1: epic duels with each other and not just pay assassins to decapitate each other all the time yeah which is what all these which is what you would do
0: right yeah, yeah. and also if eyeliner had all
2: these guns it would just look like any other movie so yeah drunk, exactly. What if they had gun swords like in Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy. Eight? Oh
0: yeah, that's. Uh, Are you what... guys playing the the reboot the the what's it called? Final uh, Fantasy Seven. Course... Yeah,
1: remake? the the remake. Yeah. Well, first off, I was shocked to learn. If you've never played the original, you start off in the city. You maybe play the first five hours there, and then you emerge into the wider game, which is probably like a forty-plus hour game. Apparently, they decided they were going to break this up into multiple parts. So it is like a fifty-hour game that is the first five hours of the original, oh my which makes God. me nervous and makes me think that it might all be filler. But I don't know. Uh,
2: I it, like, how much? How many games are they going to release that you have to pay like sixty? <laughs> the,
1: the rumor I've heard is that there's ultimately going to be three. Okay. Uh, but that's insane that they took a game that was made like 15 years ago and have now found a way to stretch it into three additional games. Either way, I don't have a PlayStation four or five or whatever it is uh, is, four, And as a result, I can't play it, but I imagine I'll get around to it eventually. Mm.
2: I I don't have a PlayStation four either. I want one now. Final fantasy seven was my favorite game. I had all the final fantasy seven like action figures So it drives me nuts that I don't have it. But I don't have, you know, hundreds of dollars to spend on a PlayStation 4.
0: Yeah. It looks great. Uh, That's cool. All right, guys. Last point from Tony E. here. Tony. Tony. Um, Hey, Tony, I've been looking for you, you mook. Oh, boy. Uh, So (laughs) this heading is good and bad immortals are equal, he says. The, whatever he's about to say, I disagree. <laughs> but I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he says, I'm "Here's a theory. The- the now let's see if I'm right." All right. Here's a theory for you. Whatever force in the universe is creating immortals is creating them to be inherently good or evil. They can be tainted by one. <laughs> even they could be tainted by one side or the other, but their core is something that will battle forever. That's why Darius hides in a church. I think he either knows he is inherently evil and needs to shield himself from falling back into the old ways. Or is he is inherently good and is ashamed that he was tainted by the darkness? I don't, I don't, I think. I'm
1: confused already.
0: I don't agree. And I will also say, I sometimes do this, but anytime you say it's either one thing or the other, that's often not true. (laughs) Like there's a third, like already I can think of a third option. Like the choices here, he's inherently good and ashamed that he was tainted by darkness. So he's just hiding because he's like embarrassed.
2: Or that he's
0: vibe. bad, inherently evil. It says, and he's shielding himself from doing that again. I mean, there's also that he's in—he's good and thinks that being in the church will do good. Yeah, or like, an option.
1: That he doesn't want to fight anymore.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of other <laughs> options between the, the than than just the two here. Uh, I guess anyway. Um, So then he goes on to say, I just think uh, with the level of badness that some immortals are, it makes sense. Some are always in positions to do nothing but evil. Others are constantly on the side of the downtrodden or trying to help people. It makes sense that there would be equal forces for dark and light, because that's just the way the universe works. I just think about how much it will suck when good triumphs over evil uh what uh what? As D- young duncan says good always does and then we are left with nothing but good immortals forced to kill all their friends ah i see uh, um so in this there's the the math is that good always triumphs over evil so when there's no evil left because of the game all the good people will have to kill each other
1: we could just not
0: uh yeah. what kind of person would be the last immortal either he she would be the darkest being who ever existed or they would be the uh be the best, who ever existed, and just happened to k- kill recently a whole lot of really good people. That's dark.
2: That's, That's actually a very interesting way to think about it. Uh, yeah. But in Highlander the movie, Connor, he wins, and he doesn't kill any good people.
1: Well, I think it's because an evil person killed all the good people, Right, I guess is what we're supposed right. to think. So and then, then the- there literally is, like, the movie almost does have this, like, these cosmic forces of good and evil Come together like literally the last good immortal and the last evil immortal fight for the soul of humanity it's Ooh, like
2: i can you know. see everything i am everything <laughs> Wow, so weird
0: but uh good point uh tony e uh this, this is like a question that gets brought up in like the fandom a lot and i think it's really interesting and it's weird because it it's almost impossible to answer the question like they they toy with it in the first movie right <laughs> like connor says to ramirez like oh if we were the last two would you do this and you have to like wonder like oh i wonder like what would happen uh yeah. but they've never been able to explain this concept in the series because it would mean the end of the game so uh right it's kind of like a weird untouched question of the show uh or property that is kind of interesting i don't know it's like oh what happens if two good people like two heroes that we yeah. love ted to uh, fight at the end dark and so tony e closes sorry to give you so much to read but i love your podcast and love how it makes me think i love nerding out over highlander and these are thoughts i've had for years and years um listening to your conversations about the episodes just reminds me about all the things i thought of over the years as i watched the series and rewatched it over and over as always you guys are doing a great job and absolutely do love the series um oh and you absolutely do the series justice with your very clever commentary hey we're clever guys um i hope you can continue to do this with other shows briscoe county jr oh we got to talk about that
1: Uh, firefly
0: travelers forever night or even uh bite off uh, a big one and do sg1 and the whole stargate franchise you guys are the first podcast i ever listened to and i've absolutely set the bar for me wow that's really awesome
2: um i can't stand
0: Oh, oh i can't read that uh so yeah thank you very much anthony
2: Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Very nice. Yeah, that is very kind.
1: Did you uh, see
2: the April Fool's joke Bruce Campbell put on Twitter? No. It was like coming to Netflix, new episodes of Brisco County. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I should mention
0: this. So as part of the, uh, you know, this whole quarantine thing, we were all watching uh, stuff we haven't seen in a while, I guess, and binging things. So uh, I started re-watching Briscoe County Jr. If anyone hasn't seen it out there, I recommend it. I don't know if it's streaming literally anywhere, Uh, but it's great. And while I was watching, I was like, wow, this show would be great for a reboot. Like I think it was a show uh, ahead of its time. Like it's this like comedy, adventure, sci-fi thing. Like actually it's very close to Firefly. Firefly is the closest uh, that came to like kind of a a new sci-fi cowboy show, but it's good. And it's all like philosophy too, which is something I don't remember as much uh, from when I was younger. Yeah. Cause like Briscoe, he's like a lawyer. He went to what Harvard uh, and all the, all the characters, like, I don't know each like, what's, what's the guy from courage? Oh, we were just talking about courage. Uh, what's his name? The actor.
2: Oh, I forget his name. Colin. Yeah. Oh, Colin. Yeah.
0: He's got three names, shit, but he's in the show. He's hysterical, uh, but he's like, he's a classicist at heart. And he like rails on modernism all the time. It's very funny. Uh, yeah,
1: no, that character is great. Uh... I will come up with this guy's name in a second. John <laughs> Piper Ferguson.
0: Sean Piper Ferguson. Great in
2: the show. He was great. Great on his episode of Highlander. He that's was. That's a, still
0: one. might be my favorite episode. That's, a really. Good episode.
1: I mean, that's certainly on the short list for best performance in a Highlander episode.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, we got another one, guys. This might be our last email for the day. Uh, we've gotten through what four, five. <laughs>
1: I don't know. That last one from Tony, Tony, Tony was basically War and Peace. So,
0: well, there's a sequel, guys. Uh, this is also from Anthony. Yeah. Anthony E. I'm sorry, but we're going in order. So this is for uh, he wrote us about the Wrath of Kali, which is episode four dash nine. So that's Hi why this Kali. That's right. <laughs> this is from October thirty first, Halloween. Ooh! Happy Halloween, ladies. Okay. <laughs> So he says, hey guys, my depression over the end of season five and essentially the series has given me the opportunity to go back through the past episodes. I listened to season four, episode nine this morning on my commute and had some thoughts for you. Uh, I know this is way after the episode, but I thought I'd share anyway. It paid off, Anthony. I hope you still listen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the Tuggy cult was a real thing, as you noted. It was also the cult of Indiana Jones, the Temple of Doom movie. Uh, You questioned whether or not they were Uh, in the episode, Uh, but fortunately for you, I just watched it uh, with my teenagers over the summer. And when they're around the dinner table, uh, the monkey brain scene, Indiana Jones was talking to them about the Tuggy cult. Um, It was dialogue that went way over my head when I saw the movie when I was younger, but it's kind of funny when you pick it up on as an adult with a little more education. Anyway, you are correct that uh, it was the Tuggy uh, that was in the movie, and that's where we get the word tug from. I'm sure this is the 10,000th email confirming for you, but I'd like to be part of that crowd, I guess.
1: You mean thug? the word thug yes well, yeah. did
0: i say tug you did whoops <laughs> sorry
2: steamboat oh boat. when did that happen? steamboat tugboat willie were you gonna uh, say steamboat boat. willie i said steamboat but tugboat willie
0: tuggy yeah. tuggy yeah. Willie?
2: Mickey? willie mickey is oh, a um a bandit <laughs> yeah it's a bandit Anyway,
0: uh, Anthony goes on to say, I really wanted uh, to say how much I appreciate the guys, uh, the way you guys deal with political, cultural, and religious topics on your podcast. I don't know if this has changed since then. Um, (laughs) I picked up uh, in the past some of your political leanings and very slight hints as to your religious and cultural views, but nothing like people would have pushed with an audience the size of yours. Uh, You're in a situation at this point where you officially have a platform for expressing your views, but you do such a great job restraining yourselves as to not polarize your listeners. Uh, you aren't using your celebrity status, believe it or not. You qualify as celebrities. I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. Um, I like I know it. about it uh-huh. <laughs> uh, to try to preach your message to the masses, like so many others have done. Uh, anyway, Adrian Paul sent a tweet or Facebook post or something at the time. I'm really not into social media much, uh, so he says uh, that he thought it was wrong for people to use their celebrity status to push their political views on people. We don't want blah 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 blah. Um, he goes on to say, anyway, in this particular episode, there were plenty of chances to express your religious and cultural views, and I was just so impressed uh, with the way Kyle approached it. So well done, man. You are a credit to the uh, – I'm not reading that because it's, it's a joke and not going to read it. Um, hey, hey, hey. What's that?
1: I said, eh, fair enough. I, huh. <laughs> also, I like that we opened this, this episode with a rant about tort reform, so I don't know <laughs> if you still agree but tony thank you for your kind words we appreciate you
0: yeah uh so anyway uh thank you very much tony we really appreciate it um i don't know if uh your opinion has changed on that i think we've said a few things on this podcast that you know i don't know we've been upset about some stuff so
1: maybe not in the last five months though but maybe yeah
0: maybe who knows but i uh, know that really meant a lot that uh you know you've noticed that and honestly it's a thing that is discussed on the show uh as weird as that might seem uh you know like what goes into a production of a show uh stuff like that is we've we've talked about that from the onset and talked about it i don't know every couple of months every once in a while it comes up it's like what do we share on the podcast what's personal what's not all that sort of stuff
1: uh yeah so. what's what's a what's an what's appropriately on topic to discuss what isn't
0: yeah and it's uh, also weird too because we want to make the show authentic and personal you know uh but we also don't want to alienate people uh but we want to be give honest opinions about stuff so it is a weird position to be in and i'm sure we've said things at times that some people have not agreed with uh, and are probably upset that we said it or made jokes or whatever. Uh, I don't know. Our intention is not to be malicious, usually, with this stuff, uh, but we're just... It look yeah, at that face. <laughs> <Yeah, there laughs> yeah, look at it.
1: Look at it. Uh, no, I'm... Um, uh, thank you very much for your kind words, Tony, and for your tuggy facts. Yeah. Uh, I'd hey. forgotten all about the Temple of Doom connection. Which yeah. Is- I like
2: that movie. It doesn't... Uh, I like Temple of Doom a lot. It kind of doesn't hold up too well these days. I mean, mm. in terms of political correctness. Yeah. But. Well, to be clear,
1: it is an my, om- it's like a pastiche of something that was pretty right. racist. Like, yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. And that like, is true. It's, it's always like, tricky, though. How do you handle that, though? Like, you know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know how you handled that. I mean, certainly the story they chose to tell didn't make it easier to avoid those pitfalls. But, like, you see those old serials that that movie is very much, like, a homage to. And, oh, my God, the stuff they say
2: in it is horrifying. Like, it's so bad. Um, Yeah, as far as that goes, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom is, like, a massive improvement.
1: Right. (laughs) Yes, but it imports a bunch of, like... It tries to remove a lot of the racist trappings from things in a way that I am not sure it's possible to 100% succeed. Right. Um, and that's how you get what's the kid's name? Yep. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so, what can you do?
0: Yeah. Mm. I remember you- years ago, Kyle, you got me a DVD of uh, those Batman serials. Sh- uh, oh, that was a long time in, like, ago. The 30s. Have you seen those, Amen? Uh, yes. I had to to turn it off. Yeah, great example of what we're talking about right now. Like, all of a sudden, in the middle of a Batman story, they're, like, literally talking about rounding up Japanese people to be put – in, like, an internment camp, and it's like, and holy they use,
2: shit, they use slurs.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's really fucked
1: up. Uh, oh, yeah, like blatant slurs. And at one point, they're like, we've turned now to Gotham's Little Tokyo, a proverbial ghost town, after a wise government chose to round up, and then it says, I forget what, but something that is not fit for broadcast, like nope. the way it describes people. And yeah. of course, the villain is like a, like a white guy with. Some like with really offensive makeup on.
0: Yeah, not
2: good. Mr. Moto style.
1: Yeah, worse than Sean Connery and was that you only live
2: twice. Yep. (laughs) Sean Connery is made up to look like a Japanese person.
1: Uh, that movie is hysterical, by the way. (laughs) I love that movie. Up to and including that sequence, because they're like, it's uncanny, and it's like, no, it's not.
0: (laughs) It's just racist. Uh, like you, you both or Kyle. You had watched those recently. Uh, yes, I'm excited. They're back on. I think Amazon. Yeah,
1: they oh. keep, the the rights situation on those must be complicated, or they must be in such demand that they're able to just like lease them.
0: Yeah, I, I went to rewatch them a couple weeks ago. I was like, oh, Kyle did this. This sounds like a fun project, and I couldn't find them like anywhere. It was like only the Pierce Brosnan ones. I think were on maybe Amazon or Netflix, and I was like, yeah. I don't. I'm not
2: starting there. I can't do. it. Yeah. The weird thing about those is, like, they're on streaming for, like, a month. Yeah. Huh, and they'll be off.
1: Well, maybe I will... I have a couple left in the middle between Pierce Brosnan and where I had left off, because they switched over and I couldn't find where they were streaming now. So then I finished the Pierce Brosnan ones. But I have to, like, jump back for, like, Timothy Dalton and I think I want the one right before that I still have to watch. But anyway, cool. it's a quarantine project. So. Yeah.
0: All right, so let's, uh, let's talk how this is all going to move forward, guys. So uh, we're going to try to make all these episodes about an hour long, 45 minutes or so. Um, so we're going to wrap up today, but we wanted to, like, touch base with everybody out there on what you want to see going forward. Uh, we're going to record another Reader Mail episode after we're done this one. Um, and I don't know, we've got some ideas on stuff we can do, some activities. Uh, hopefully we make some more, like, Facebook, Twitter posts, Instagram posts that'll be fun um i don't know what else i want to say about that i mean we're diving into reader mail so if you've wanted to tell us something this is your chance to write us at highlanderrewatch.gmail.com and send us your thoughts uh because we're going to read it on the air because we're kind of just uh holding here for now um but i don't we've got some stuff in the works that we'll uh do any other thoughts guys
2: sorry we have to prolong season six of highlander everybody's least favorite
1: (laughs) right no, we just gotta give give those time give time for those spin-offs to ferment.
0: That's right. But yeah, we feel like I don't know. I personally at least feel I don't want to speak for you guys that this might be the best. Like I don't wanna I don't know, I don't wanna like shortchange our reviews of those episodes or yeah, have them was, not be the caliber that our regular episodes are. So not bar- that they the bar's low, but yeah. despite what uh Anthony E said. Yeah. The
1: I don't know, the uh since we're getting so close to the end, I don't know part of me wants to kind of savor these last episodes even if they're not amazing. Yeah. I don't know. I would rather do them in person and you know, with our normal tomfoolery. Though I think this Zoom related setup that we we're using for recording is working reasonably well and it does enable me to wear this wookiee robe, so.
0: Wow. Look at that as one does. Now you look like a Jawa. A Jawa. <laughs> Very good. Uh, So I I hope everybody's doing okay out there. Uh, You know, in either your work situation, I don't know, you're with your kids, probably schooling things weird. I don't know. It's a lot of weird changes. Uh, But hopefully, this can be kind of a constant thing going forward. Every Tuesday, new episodes, all that stuff. Um, Yeah.
1: I don't know if there's anything
0: else to say, but find us on Facebook, find us on
1: Patreon. That's right. Etsy. You know, you know the drill at this point, probably. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, cool. Well, we'll be back next week. And uh, yeah, stay safe, everybody out there. Wash your hands, all that good stuff. We've been your rewatchers. I'm Keith.
1: I'm Kyle. This is Amen. Bye. Bye. Bye.